I'm going to send it right now. So I hope you're all ready. Okay. Welcome back. Fuck, I, you know, I accidentally clicked the wrong button. <laughs> Welcome back. Brilliant. Brilliant. Great, a great intro. Oh, okay. Oh my god. Uh, Alright. Someone needs to be recording like all this pre stuff. Yeah, no, I, I have been going. I have been recording all the pre stuff as well. Okay. So. <laughs> and welcome back to the Send It Surf Podcast, the podcast dedicated to all things ocean and sending it in the surf. My name's Lucky, and on today's episode we have Sam, Tom, and Zach joining us for our episode on pollution in our ocean and if you didn't catch last week's episode which was actually filmed a couple of months ago but if you haven't caught it already be sure to go check it out it's on shark culling we talked uh, uh, about you know the problems that um you know shark culling has and some solutions that we can go uh, around it um but this week we're focusing on water pollution um which is actually quite um a serious topic um in terms of you know it's destroying um, ecosystems and you know just um, having a, a massive impact on um, the oceans in general so um, yeah basically I'm going to start off by giving us some facts so that um, you guys that are currently listening can you know have some background information and understand just a bit about how much of an impact it's really having um, so the first one I really want to get into um, is something called dead zones. Now, dead zones are basically areas um, in our oceans that uh, consist of algae and bacteria and infections, which um, basically make up big clunks um, in the water and make it really hard for anything to really grow besides, you know, small living organisms um, and bacteria. And that's really uh, quite harmful uh, to us as well um, and the uh, natural ecosystems in the ocean. So basically, um, you know, these uh, mass areas are just, you know, preventing life from being established and is having a real big impact. And currently, there are close to 500 dead zones covering more than 245,000 kilometers uh, globally, which is roughly equivalent to the surface area of or the surface of the United Kingdom. Now, when you think about it, United Kingdom, that's that's a lot of ground to cover. And just to think about that being in our oceans, especially for people like us that love to be in the ocean and surf it, that kind of sucks, you know? Those are areas that could have had potential surf, you know? I'm pretty bummed out that I, I can't, can't surf those areas. And, you know, it's just a place that you don't want to be. Moving on, you know, there's too much plastic. Um, there's about 220 million tons of plastic produced each year. Um, and, you know, nearly 45% of that ends up in the ocean. That's quite disgusting. To f- yeah, it's quite bad um, to think that something like that could end up in our oceans. And that's having a massive impact on um, the wildlife um, there as well. Um, I'm just quickly try it find there's so many just facts and informations i'll all have this linked in but you know plastic debris cause uh deaths of more than million seabirds every year as well as more than a hundred thousand marine mammals as well so plastic that we're producing 
that's any up in the ocean is you know causing these seabirds and these mammals um to be you know killed off as well which is going to have a big impact on the food chain and then that's also going to come back to us as well that was previously discussed in the shark culling as well but it all inter integrates with each other and all interrelates um and yes yeah, it's, it's having a massive uh negative impact um on the wildlife there and our oceans and it really needs to be addressed and it needs to be solved and that's what we're going to try be try to be uh explaining and coming up with different ways and methods and leading on to that um basically on youtube you get ads that are targeted and being a surfer and someone that loves the ocean i actually had this ad that was targeted um at me and is actually the inspiration behind why we're making this podcast episode and basically this organization is called four oceans there are two young americans i try to get the name up now there's cooper who's 28 and i actually don't know how to pronounce that last name um maybe maybe one of the boys can surely lend us a hand sam do you want me i'll spell it out for you <laughs> C-S-H-U-L-Z-E Nah Schultz Schultz. You know what, we're going to go with that Like I said, I'll have everything linked Schultz Schultz S-C-H-U-L-Z Yeah, Cooper and Schultz Cooper 28 and 27 They met in college um, at Florida And basically in 2014 They decided to take a Kind of like a surf trip to Bali um, in the Indonesian islands. If you haven't gone there, I recommend going. Very, very um, amazing place um, to be in. Um, the culture is awesome. Uh, but basically, back in 2014, they went there for a surfing trip. And when they went in the water, basically, they couldn't really surf because there was just tons of plastic and rubbish everywhere. Uh, so what these guys decided to do was they started a organization called Four Oceans. And what it is, is... Um, it's an organization that's dedicated to cleaning up beaches and cleaning up oceans. And what they do is when they uh, collect all the recycling materials, um, the plastic and the rubbish, they turn them into these really cool bracelets that they've um, designed. Um, and that's where all this rubbish is going to. You know, They're not just picking it up and putting it into another place. They're putting in the time, effort and resources to, to make a bracelet out of that. And so when you join the movement, you get this bracelet. And so it's like a contributing factor. Um, and, you know, from this, they've been able to collect so much just rubbish. They've been re- able to raise like $30 million worth um, of recycled bracelets, which they've been able to fund and make, which is just awesome to think about how much rubbish. There's roughly 8 million tons of plastic waste um, that they've, uh, you know, that gets dumped um, in a year. And, you know, they've been able to get a lot of it, which is amazing. And on top of this, they create education programs for um, people to understand, you know, this negative impact and this problem. So right now, they're very inspirational to me. And the boys and I, currently in the podcast room is what I like to call it, are going to kind of come up with some potential solutions and address some problems and how we can fix that so um zach is going to take us uh through through the first one so yeah so one of the i think the major causes of water pollution is in these uh, developing countries that don't have proper sewage systems or like recycling systems so when they are deposed 
disposing of their uh, trash or you know sewage they have nowhere to go the only choice they have is to dump it in the rivers that lead to the oceans mm. and this is because they don't they just don't have the proper research and money that we have the privilege to have in western countries so one of the solutions that i have seen come from bill gates himself with the his uh, self-sustaining uh, sewage treatment plant that literally take the poo and melt it to turn it into its own water so that doesn't get flushed into the rivers which go in the oceans so one of the major ways that we can help is just by uh, raising awareness and funding to help you know these developing countries properly process their sewage so it doesn't contaminate our oceans and our beaches yeah definitely hmm. i think that's another thing to consider as well it's not just you know like the physical waste of like plastic and stuff it is also human waste as well that ends up in the ocean so yeah, cool. Um, no, I, d- I definitely agree with that. Um, and you know, Bill Gates, that's such a, um, that can be such an influential person. Um, you know, going out of his way to help, you know, fix this problem is, um, you know, it's just kind of like four oceans as well. And it's amazing to see, you know, people actually getting out and doing something about it. Um, Sam, got anything to contribute? Yeah. So um, I think. You know, one thing we're seeing a lot of uh, these not-for-profit uh, organizations like Four Ocean is that um, a lot of what they do, you know, not just simply pulling stuff out of the water, but they also um, raise awareness about these issues. Because I'm sure there's probably a fair amount of people who probably just don't even know or realize the impact that stuff like this has uh, on the environment. Yeah, and definitely. so, you know, um, not only doing this work, but also, you know, letting people know the impacts having on the environment and um, another way we can help personally is we can actually uh, volunteer and help in these programs um, yeah no definitely exactly I think for us in Australia we have clean up Australia day which not only covers inland but also the beaches as well Um, and you know anywhere you go there will be some type of water pollution um, and even some type of pollution on our beaches as well so you know, I really encourage everyone to, um, you know, if they see something, please pick it up. You know, just don't walk by and, you know, let it sit there. That's kind of, you know, not sending the right message. And especially if we want to um, grow up in such a beautiful place and let future generations have that. I, You know, I really don't want Earth to turn into Wally, basically. Um, <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> hopefully a couple of people get that. Um, but yeah, no, Sam's definitely right. I think that's also going on what, um, Zach had to say as well. A lot of these third world developing countries don't not necessarily also have the technology, but, um, you know, don't have the proper understanding as well. Um, more probably to do with the technology, but a great understanding can go a long way as well. Um, yeah, so it's um, good to see these non, I also should mention that non-profit organizations, um, you know, that are going out of their way to do that. It's just amazing. Uh, and we also have Tom here. Tom, how you going, my guy? I'm good. Um, one thing that I have actually seen, um, especially online, um, is countries are putting nets around, like, draining systems and, like, not sewage stuff, but stuff that's actually, like, pushing plastics and just rubbish into the ocean. They're actually putting nets around that to catch it before it does get leaked out. And these nets are full. Like full oh, yeah. to the brim, yeah. Stuff. Um, I've seen, yes, and, yeah. They're so, 
they're actually really useful yeah um i've seen a couple of um images of them i think they're called boom systems boom systems um they stop plastic before it can even get into the ocean oh yeah Uh, just doing a bit of reading on four ocean that's actually something that they're involved with as well Ah. which helps significantly with reducing pollution oh yeah definitely for sure because it would only be the water that would be able to actually get through the nets um rather than the actual plastic itself um yeah no i that actually completely went over the top of my head as well cheers tom thank you for revealing that um and yeah sam said that it was also um displayed on four oceans as well so um i definitely highly recommend you go check them out um very inspirational people um and you know but at the end of the day they just wanted to surf they just wanted to send it in the surf and now they're running this non-profit organization where they're helping to clear the oceans um and the best way i could probably describe is like for me i hate seaweed and seaweed is a natural component of the ocean but like just stepping in seaweed is like pretty annoying for me but just just change the whole yeah the whole surf this is seaweed. exactly but and just imagine that with a whole bunch of plastic and trash Mm. floating in the ocean it's not i wouldn't even i wouldn't even get in the water like yeah i just i'd see it and i'd be like you'd literally see a wave coming in and it'd just be uh, a wave of trash and like no it's not not even worth getting in the water for that yeah exactly that that sucks because it's you know sure it it sucks because oh now we don't get to have a surf but it's also like really sad to think that that, all that you know Mm. trash is in the ocean and it's probably not going to go anywhere exactly and you know uh, as humans we're probably we're smart enough to be like you know i'm not going to go in that area but you know an animal is gonna it's got to survive it's got to it's got to try to survive and unfortunately it might mistake a piece of floating trash as a food source and i know a lot of turtles um do that a lot of birds do that as well um and there's been cases of oil leakages from the oil rigs as well that have had a massive impact as well um in terms of pollution um so yeah it's not just trash and stuff like that it's also human waste it's also oil leakages um and at the end of the day it all comes back to us um you know we're we're the main problem um so i think if we can address that if we can make people aware of these non-profit organizations you know we can start to change this and turn it around for for the for the best um and have these clean beaches and and amazing oceans i would i I would have yeah yeah no go go yeah so i just remembered one other thing that um pretty big thing that um people have been doing to sort of transition to try and slow this pollution down is actually just like literally reducing the amount of plastic we use because if you think about it the amount of like everything comes in like plastic packaging like yeah everything under the sun everything and so you know in recent years we've seen like you know big shopping centers and whatnot uh transition away from using uh one-time use plastic bags that most of the time will end up in the ocean yeah um in landfill um and they've started you know trying to more reusable solutions for stuff like that yeah this is another way we can reduce the impact 220 million tons of plastic is too much it's too much of a a high number to even comprehend how much plastic that is and it definitely can be reduced and there's definitely different alternatives that i know a couple of um you know like shopping centers and stuff are, are trying to do and there is the whole 
eco-friendly system that is out there but i think it needs to you know have it needs to have a like a higher voice and a higher priority in our societies to really have an effect and the only way we can do that is by voicing the problem and you know just making people aware of it so yeah um so yeah you know thanks guys for being in this podcast episode really appreciate it and thank you everyone that took their time to come listen to this week's podcast episode um and hopefully you did learn something and hopefully you can go to these non-profit organizations and help donate to them buy a bracelet yeah you can get a bracelet buy some merch yeah exactly look at that zach (laughs) zach's already looking it up is getting a bracelet you know i'm gonna get a bracelet after this as well i think we're gonna we're gonna contribute to that so yeah be sure you don't have to but if you want to you can contribute to that um and yeah next week's episode uh we're gonna be talking about surfboards um and the right type of surfboard you need to actually surf so yeah thank you very much for joining this week's episode and be sure to send it